Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey listeners, welcome to Amalia Anthology. Here, you can find a collection of our most read pieces on amalia.com, read by the authors themselves so that you and our readers can enjoy your favorite articles in a new way. This episode, Aisha Malik is reading her piece, The Three Most Romantic Words in My Marriage and Not I Love You. Enjoy. The three most romantic words in my marriage are not I love you. The first time I heard them was as a newlywed. We were meant to be stepping out for a small gathering in our honor and as a new bride, I was more than thrilled to dress up in a carefully chosen outfit and shimmery makeup. But despite my best intentions and planning, we were running late. No, I was making us late. The slippery hijab kept escaping from my fingers. The eyeliner kept smudging, and each glance at the clock increased my agitation. My husband, completely ready to leave, would check in, find me still fighting with that hijab, and say nothing, eventually taking a seat to wait and in the process making me more anxious still. Finally, I heard his voice from the armchair in the corner. Don't stress, it's okay. Take your time. In hindsight, it seems like a ridiculous thing for me to have stressed over anyways, but in that moment, those words were transformative. Take your time. I immediately relaxed. The hijab pins fell into place, my cat eyes flicked upwards at just the right angle, and in a matter of moments, I was done. I didn't know it then, but these three words were destined to be amongst the most romantic I would ever hear, a permanent fixture in my own personal love lexicon. The truth is, I was a slow child. Not academically, nor even athletically, but in the everyday rhythm of life. I've always functioned at a more relaxed pace. Growing up, I was consistently running behind the family schedule. The last to get ready, the last to finish eating, the last to leave, the last to come inside. My mama, fastidious in her punctuality, was constantly reminding me of the time. An hour till we have to leave, Aisha. 30 minutes, 15, five, We're leaving, and despite my best attempts at starting extra early or organizing myself better, I was still always rushing at the end. And I hated it. The countdown, the inner panic, the knowledge that I was holding others back. It was an ever-present, low-level stress. And, of course, the more I rushed, the more clumsy and forgetful I became, and the longer I took. It was a sad, seemingly never-ending cycle destined to be repeated in every circumstance of my life, from home to school to work 
to social engagements, and beyond. Eventually, I met my future husband. And since ours was a transatlantic romance, he was thankfully saved from my leisurely, everyday nature, as our courtship avoided having to weave in and out of a daily schedule, being instead a more dramatic, jet-setting type of thing. That is, until we actually were married and needed to do things according to schedules and plans. Oh, no. As the proverbial weakest link, I knew what this meant for me. I would need to finally overcome my slowness, which brings us to my initial frantic getting ready and my husband's calming words. In that moment, those words felt supportive, thoughtful, and kind. I had rarely, if ever, been encouraged to be slower than I was by taking even more time. But the effect was immediate, and I thrived in all they conferred upon me. It's a funny thing, romance. We expect it to be big and obvious. And you know, sometimes it is, just like in a novel or a movie. But other times, well, if you'd asked me a decade ago what romance sounded like, it definitely wouldn't be take your time. And yet, as the years pass, those magical words reappear, and each time their meaning deepens. A few years after our wedding would see us busy setting up house as working professionals. Our days felt impossibly full and hurried, and I was often scrambling through one prayer and then another, constantly overestimating the time between them during the dark UK winters. Then, one evening, with a hand on my shoulder, I heard, take your time. And it meant, I love you more than this world and our life in it. And in an instant, I was centered, reminded of first principles, that nothing was more important than remembering the one who created time, and that giving this moment its due would make the rest of our tasks easy. It was an encouragement without judgment, a suggestion without censure, and ultimately a reflection of a love that is sacred. Some years later still, we became parents, and in addition to all the usual changes, I was dismayed to realize that my new role as a mother had little value in the society in which I had become one. And so, as I struggled to feed this new tiny being while still trying to entertain visitors and seem normal and recovered, I heard it again. Take your time. Tears pricked my eyes. Sitting for an impossibly long time with a wailing infant while guests waited in the other room, it meant, I will hold this space for you. We are in this together. Your efforts are worthy. You are enough. The time I was taking was the time I needed to nurture this baby. No apologies would ever be necessary. And these days, well, as we snuggle up onto our sofa, husband looks at me over the cups of tea he's made. Just one minute, I say, attempting to speed read my way through the latest book. I'm almost at the end of this chapter. He always smiles at this explanation. Take your time. With those words, a deep warmth emanates from my soul, like a hug from within. I hear them and know that they mean everything they have before, and also this, that exactly as I am in this precise space, at this precise moment, 
There is no place more important and no person more cherished. And truthfully, could anything be more romantic than that? Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of the Amali Anthology series. If you'd like to be a part of the anthology series or want to interview an elder, get in touch at contribute at amalia.com. If you enjoy the podcast and wish to support our production, head on over to amalia.com slash support. You can find us on Instagram at amalia underscore com and on Twitter at amalia underscore tweets. Like, share, subscribe, and we'll see you on the next one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.